Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Cameron here with another episode of Legacy's Journey. We are here at the wonderful Commitment Summit in beautiful, hot, wonderful, amazing food, Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And right now, I got my guy Mike right here. Um, and I'm going to let him explain who he is, what he does, where he's from, what he's representing. And then, of course, we're going to jump straight into it. So, Mike, tell the people. Sure. This is a good question to start off with. So my name is Mike Peterson. I am a digital agency owner, have been for at least 12 years now, uh, but we just recently joined the Height franchise family as well. Okay. So we're Height okay. Digital Portland, Oregon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm a husband. I've been married for 21 years, just about. Yes. Yeah. And together with my lady for 25. Yes. We have uh, two amazing daughters. One is 20 and one is 17. Hashtag girl dad. Hashtag outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's go right there. Let's jump into it. Okay, so you said you've been doing this for about 12 years, which means you were doing something prior. So when you got to the point where you're like, you know what, babe? I think I want to go out on my own and do this. Like, what was her initial reaction? Yeah, well, it wasn't so much of a reaction as I was really blessed to marry a woman who has just got my back no matter what. Right. Um, she's extremely supportive. So my agency journey, like how that got started is, is most of the stuff in my life is crock pot, right? So I never had major dramatic shifts. Um, mm -hmm. I actually started life out being an, uh, an automotive uh, or an MECP certified installer for car audio and electronics. Okay. That was, that was my world. I loved cars. I loved audio. So I've always chased hobbies. Um, but I went back to school, so it took me six years to get a four-year degree, and I was working full-time. We she was raising young kids, and, the young and ones. I was uh, working full-time, driving an hour both ways to get to school at night. And uh, Dedication. Yeah, there was a lot of dedication, but it's hard. Like, there were a lot of times I wanted to quit, and she said she'd kill me if I did. So, you know, Which is fair. I figured uh, death or keep going, was the keep going was the easier option. Right, right. Um, uh, but beyond that, um, yeah, so I, I worked for a company uh, during the time I was going to school, and they promoted me to interactive media director over five companies once I graduated. And that was a good gig for about 18 months, and then they laid me off. But I had some notice, and in the meantime, I'd, I had started building a side business, a freelance business, doing marketing and web design and development. And okay, so okay. it was just a natural transition to go, okay, full-time. Um, I will tell you though, going from being employed your whole life to uh, to uh, self-employed, man, interesting journey. <laughs> so the first thirty days was awesome. I played tons of video games, had a great time, right? Until my wife said, "All right, what did you earn?" And I went, "Oh crap! Yeah, everything is on me." <laughs> right, and that's what I tell a lot of people too. I'm like, man, you got to be like that lion in the jungle, so to speak. Like if you don't go. Kill the zebra or the gazelle. We we not eating today, yeah. or we throwing some type of meal that does not go together. Yep. At all. Yeah. So I definitely feel that because I, I had a very similar journey. Okay. So she was supportive. You start getting that momentum. Yep. Okay. So now you have at this point it was younger kids. So what was that like in trying to keep that balance? Because I know at least for me, it's so easy to get caught up in like I got to do more work. Nope. I got to stay up later. Nope. I got to miss that so I can get this done. 
and you don't want to miss out on those moments. So, right. like, how did you balance that? Right. I, I would say that there wasn't much of a balance in so much that there was a, more of a juggling act. Okay. Yeah, at least initially. So it, we're here at the Commitment Summit, and so one of the most important things is what is my commitment? And it, this hasn't really changed, but my commitment is to my family, first and foremost. So there were times where I have sacrificed potential growth mm -hmm. where my family took the precedent. And I'm okay with that. It's well, again, I would sleep at night. Yeah, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't need to be an overnight success. I will be successful regardless because of the choices that I make mm -hmm. and the work that I put in but I have the patience to continue to keep going. Okay. So yeah, so I guess maybe not the answer you want to hear, but it, over time it does become a balance in and of itself. Right. right. Because my commitment is to my family, I was there to, as, as many you know, recitals and many graduation celebrations you know, that, were, that were there and for you don't each regret grade, it. and I don't regret it at all. Um, in fact, you know, now, as I'm in the other stage of life where one kid has moved out and the other one is getting ready, getting ready to go off to college sometime next year, I find myself being that guy that's getting nostalgic about remembering all those little moments. Yeah. You know, that, that we're hopefully, this is to, to my daughters, hopefully no rush, but grandkids will hopefully help fill that <laughs> void at some point. Right, right. <laughs> but I think that's good. Like you said, it's that balancing. It's what do you put you know, first. And I think God honors that, of course, and we know that. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So then now, since you have one that's in college yep. and then one that's about to go, so she's about to be a senior in high school. Yep. Yeah. So now what are some things or like activities that you guys have on the books that like we're doing this every Saturday? Like in our house, we do pancakes every Saturday. Yeah, yeah. The kids know we're doing pancakes. It's just a matter of what's the flavor. <laughs> yeah. I think early on, one of the things that my wife and I prioritized was, so there's a there's a moment. It's not like we set out with these major great intentions. You you kind of develop them as you go, and you start to look at your relationship right. to see like where are we, what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, we noticed that the kids were taking up a ton of our time, and she worked as well, and and I was working trying to do all these different things. And we started to realize that we needed to have that time together. So I, I think I posted on your, or commented on one of your uh, social media posts that, mm -hmm. that we had a, a set date every single week for lunch. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 we did talk about that. Yeah, right. and, and that was huge because it gave us time to talk about stuff that wasn't about the kids. Now, we definitely could. There wasn't a rule, but it gave us time to continue to have that relationship building part. And, I mean... I might just be really lucky, but I really do believe that I married my soulmate. Like she, she's amazing, and she's my best friend. Look at the conviction so, that that was right there. Yeah, and she's not even standing behind me with any. She's any not. Weapons she's or not. Anything, she so. may not even know he's doing this episode. <laughs> she doesn't. But, but she, you know, she's amazing. So she has my back first and foremost. But secondly, she's my best friend, and so for us to carve that time out. Um, just seem natural and so you know for us to go to things like this seems right. natural right uh, we're definitely blessed in that we can leave our kids home now and so we go camping together you know when we're at home and, and we leave the kids to do their stuff because they've got work or whatever things that are going fair, on fair um yeah so make the commitment to your spouse too everything you're in life i like that so 
it's like the kids are good. It's me and the spouse that need the time. Yeah. And I've been finding out, like, me and my wife are here, and everybody's like, where's the baby? Because that's how they met us, you yeah. know? And I'm like, it's, it's husband and wife time. Like, yep. And I think she was saying this is probably the first time like not overnight but that we've had an extended time with like no kids we've always at least had one with us for yeah. the past eight years only been married nine and a half yeah so it's like dang like nobody's tapping us or asking about food and it's just crazy to, as you see them getting older that dynamic does start to change and how i can see how it's easy to get yeah. caught up in their soccer and sports yeah. and clubs yeah because we do that a lot too so my youngest plays uh, competitive volleyball for nationals team and has, doesn't that mean she like travels we travel all over the place but as often as we can we do it together okay so my wife and i and and annabelle and we go out and we do that um so we also will steal time in those places to do something even if it's go wine tasting even right, though there's right. a tournament going on, we'll go out and have a little date because we may not ever get that experience to be in that city again. Which is right? fair. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all, all about that commitment. I mean, depending on which side of the fence that your viewers are on, your listeners are on, mm -hmm. uh, this will paint me into one side or the other. But that's fine. It's kids are incredibly resilient. I and feel it. It's I more feel important it. what we model for them mm -hmm. than what we show them or tell them. And so for me, I like that. I model well, you and say show that, again. that, that yeah. was deep. So that was deep. It, it is more important what we model, model for them than what we show, okay. like demonstrate sometimes when we're in teaching mode or what we tell them. Yep. Right. And what hopefully in the long run that my kids will see that I have modeled for them mm -hmm. is how a man should treat a woman. Good one. Yeah. Because you're and a girl dad, so that's I'm a girl dad. That's really big in big today's culture. Big expectations, right? Okay. For, for their, their husbands. And if they're listening to this ever, I am watching, <laughs> by the way. But also... So husbands is one. Yeah, and how to commit to one another in a relationship. Now, you got to go, dive into that one. Yeah. Because, like, you literally see on the news all the time, like, this angry boyfriend shot up the girlfriend or just these crazy stories. And I'm like... If you don't mean somebody well, like, just leave them alone. But I'm like, what do I have to teach my kids to even, like, pick up these behaviors or signs? So, like, how would you tell? Because you're definitely at the my daughters are dating stage. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. how does that even, because I'm scared of it, by the yeah. way. So how does this work? Uh, by the grace of God, that's how it works. Uh, Great answer. That's But, there, but you're going to want more than that. So I'll just tell you stories. So when, my oldest started dating my first initial reaction is always the stuff of i need to they need to be polishing the handgun when they come over you know or whatever right just some to, scary like, scare them yeah and and i had had a friend of mine who's a couple of years ahead of me with daughters and he said you know mike the most important thing that you can do is befriend the boyfriends and he says if, hmm. if, if for no other reason than to keep your enemies close oh Okay, right. I see that. I see right. that. Mm -hmm. And so, so I did that. But, but here's the deal: they don't become your enemies if you keep them close. Because they're not gonna try to rebel. They don't rebel. Oh, your dad don't push cool. away. They don't. You know. Yeah. Anytime oh, yeah. I, I want my kids to not do something, I tell them they shouldn't. I, I tell if I want them to do something, I tell them they shouldn't do it, and then they do it. Oh. <laughs> right. Okay. I need to write that one down. Because they all know better than we do, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, okay. Yeah. So befriending. Okay, that makes. Cause then it's like you're. Oh man, your dad's cool. Like I don't mind coming around or. Yeah. Versus like, oh, your dad hates me. Yeah. Let's just go over yeah. here and do our own thing. That's very. But what smart. that does is it weeds out the bad ones. Because if I'm trying to be friendly and relate to them, the ones who only have a bad agenda want nothing to do with me. They can't stand that test, mm. and so they leave. Mm. And now it's hard to watch your girls get heartbroken. That's the hardest thing in the world. Even though he obviously didn't mean you any good. Yeah, but there's a better side, right? It's again, it's about that modeling. Who, who should be around you? Somebody like that. Yeah. Somebody like That's that. really good. Okay, okay. So then, all right, so let's go. So we know we got some dating advice that I need to write down. <laughs> yeah. So now on the business side, and I know this has helped me even in, in regards to raising my kids, like what are two or three things that you feel like you've learned about yourself that you're like, these are things that I would tell some new agency owner that maybe just started within the past year? Mm. So there's definitely a, a lot of stuff I've picked up over the years, and, and most of it to the credit of more brilliant people ahead of me. Uh, it's not my own. I've, I've picked it up, right, and I just redeliver it in some new that's way. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but if you were just starting out as a digital agency, I would tell you to absolutely kill your idea of perfection. Ooh, that's a good and one. And just ship it. And I know full well that I'm sitting here staring at myself on camera because it's still the biggest struggle that I face. Yeah. I want everything to be perfect so it keeps me from, from putting myself out there. That's um, a good one. Good. The other one is, is if you want to be successful in this business, you cannot hide. What do you mean? You can't, you can't hide. hide. In that I use perfectionism mm -hmm. to hide. Oh, I oh, don't wait, want to put up. myself out there in the world because of fear of someone rejecting this or not wanting it or doing whatever. And if you want to be successful, you cannot hide. And mm. that's your own fear holding you back. So what are some ways you put yourself out there? <laughs> Again, have a really strong lady at home who, uh, who pushes <laughs> Get out me, there. Right? Get out right. of bed and get right. moving. That's super helpful. I also have a business partner who compliments me in a lot of ways as well. Give him so, a shout out. Give him a so, shout out. Yeah. So uh, Michael Clark is my business partner. And so we have been business partners since 2013. And uh, again, it's much like a marriage as well. So learning yeah. each other's <laughs> quirks. It, it and is very much like that. Yeah. 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 What works yeah. for you may not work for me, but that's okay. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Um, okay. So we got. The first one is don't or second one is not being perfect. Yeah. What did they say? Uh, perfect inaction is worse than imperfect action. I, imperfect action is better than perfect better. action. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Or another way that we heard it from John Maxwell was, I believe it was John Maxwell. He said that uh, consistency will beat intensity every day of the week. That's smooth. Yeah. All right. So those are your two lessons. Okay. Yeah. So now let's go back a little bit. So before the kids, yep. maybe right at when you were starting to meet the wife. So what would you tell fresh out of high school, Mike, or fresh out of college, Mike? Like oh, if gosh. you could look back and say, like, I know where I am today, bro, don't fill in the blank. And it could be multiple things. Don't wait. On. Just, just in general, man, again, don't. Don't wait for things to be perfect. Okay. Don't 
don't wait until you think you're ready because we are all far more ready than we think we are. Oh, okay. Go into that because I feel like you dropping such. It's like real smooth, but I'm Thank like, you. the more I'm thinking about this, I'm like, man. Okay, go into it. Dig, yeah. dig, dig. So that we're far more ready than than we think we are. So we okay. often, as people, we discount the stuff that we've gone through. Yes. And that we trivialize it, right? It wasn't that important to us or whatever. It wasn't that big a deal. It wasn't that big a deal. But you don't realize the fact that, that the person standing next to you may be going through that exact same thing. And why wouldn't you want to reach out and help that person by sharing that story you just went through? Because you said earlier, we're scared of the rejection. We are. Like, well, if I say this, how does this make me look? Right. Are they going to think of me any different? Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't say You know, I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. I face that all the time. Lots of people are worried about their brand, right? Which, Whatever they've got. But your brand is who you are at your most authentic self. So just be that. That's fair. Yeah, and especially being at a marketing conference, they really drill your brand, what you want to do, who do you want to be perceived as. But I think that's so good because, I mean, you deal with this all the time with all your clients because that's yeah, your job. That's my job. How yeah. do we present you in the best light that's still true to who you are? Right. So you don't have to be camera in front of camera one way and right. then camera up so yeah. yeah yeah that's all we see it all the time right in social media where there's this perfect picture of mm -hmm. everything that's going on and that's why companies have to hire you know these pr agents because when something does go bad they have to get in front of it but right. if they're completely authentic people people expect it it's okay that's fair that's fair okay so that's college or is that what you tell in high school you <laughs> Or the, both? The, the both. Okay. Both. Because here's the deal. I, I'm, I'm 43, at least at the time of this recording, and I, I'm going to should on myself. This is something I heard from a coach one time. Don't should on yourself everywhere. And I'm saying should, not a bad word, but the word should. Uh, we often all should on ourselves, and that's a, a realization of unmet expectations. So. I feel like I should be so much further along. Oh, this sounds than like I me, am, like right? every day. Yeah, and and that's okay. We need some of that to keep going, mm -hmm. but don't let it depress you. So, in me waiting, in me waiting till I thought something was perfect, or me not taking some chance because I'm playing it safe. Mm -hmm. That's that's the stuff that I wish I could go tell younger Mike, to just get up and get moving and do it, even if it's not perfect. Even if it's not perfect. Even if it's not your version of the best right because again consistency trumps intensity every day of the week i mean imagine how much better i'd be if i was started doing push-ups like if i did 100 push-ups a day from the time i graduated high school to now which was a long time but yeah yeah, yeah. i might be a bodybuilder Who knows? consistency <laughs> okay that's good right there um i'm kind of still stuck on the whole part about just the going for it i mean I know that's kind of your recurring thing, but I guess for me, because I think about that and I'll come up with something and I'm like, oh man, I want it to look like this or be like this. And to your point, it's two days later and you're like, crap, I still haven't done it. Yeah. So maybe a point of clarification is if your dream is like jump out of an airplane, don't just go for it, right? Like there's, there's some steps you probably want to take before you do that. Right. So when I say go for it, Whatever big dream that you have, or even if it's a small dream, there are always steps before, ahead of that, before yeah. that. So get started on those. Even right. if they seem small. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've, I've been point. in Toastmasters public speaking for 
12 years. Okay. I didn't start out comfortable in front of a camera and in front of an audience and giving a speech of any kind. Right. But I put in the baby steps to get there. And now I'm fairly comfortable overall. I'd say yeah. you're pretty comfortable. I mean, we got the camera on. He sounds comfortable. I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> I'd say so. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Um, you know how you're trying to, like, really digest what they said, but you're trying to remember you you on the time schedule. Um, okay, so let's go here. So now that you are where you are, what are ways that you found are ways you can give back to people who may not be ready to work with you? I don't even, did we even tell people what you do? I feel like you yeah, told I'm, them. Well, I'm a digital agency owner, so I do marketing and web design. I'm also a story brand certified guide, so I help for, people. But for which yeah. industry? For all ba all service industries. Okay, yeah, cool, so we're, cool. we're generalists in the sense that we've been around long enough, you start to see patterns in almost every industry. So, okay, okay. Yeah. So, so what would you say is like a way, let's say there's a company, they want to work with you, and they're like, ah, oh, man, you tell them your price is, I don't know, two grand a month. Is there a way or have you found ways to be able to give back or give value without necessarily you're not the right fit? But we don't want to turn you away, so maybe here are some things you can do. Because, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, agency owners are listening to, to this, but I know yeah. we got regular people as yeah. well. So, like, how do you kind of balance that? I, I think it's important to realize that the, the most crucial thing that I know about myself is that I will give somebody absolutely everything. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even care if I get paid, right? Now, there's the other reality of life is that I, we do need income in order we to keep bills, going. We got bills, and grocers keep things, going right? up. Yeah, <laughs> yes, they do, a lot. But I always will educate, teach, and train people first. Okay. So even if I'm with a client and they can't afford what I have to say, I'm going to give them some action plan, something okay. that they can do to implement. And whether they come back to me or not, that's not, that's not for me to decide. That's for God, and I'll follow up with them and check on them. That's smart. Um, but I do offer coaching for clients if they can't afford a, a monthly deal. So they'll do the things they said themselves. I'll hold them accountable. I check in that's with them. Smart. We walk through it together because yeah. that's that's my mission, right, is to make people better. Um, so there's that part. And then ultimately, again, you just love on people. I think it, I think it helps. And eventually I will people. win. Again, maybe not overnight, but I will win because I just love on people. Consistently. Consistently. All right, cool. Well, I'm going to give you this last bit for you to share whatever it is you want to share. Let the people know how they can get in contact with you. Sure. Because, of course, if they're on the West Coast, they may be like, hey, my marketing agency, they're slow. They're not getting me the right results. Maybe I just want somebody that better aligns with my value. I like what this guy's talking about with family, being committed to those different things. So what would you – really, you got the floor to say whatever you want. So I'm going to just give that to you. Well, all right. Well, so I guess the easiest way to get a hold of me would be to go to MikeGPeterson.com. That's S-O-N. So that's got all my links to all my stuff, whatever craziness that I'm on or all the channels I'm neglecting at the time. Right. But they're there. And, uh, yeah, beyond that, I just – I guess just a piece of advice as we go into potential recession uh, stuff that's going on is that the recession recession – Recession only exists if you if you believe that it does. Oh, in the, in the sense that anytime whoa. that there's a downturn in the market, see, there's nothing new. Mm -hmm. If you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, you're going to come out of this further ahead. And again, John Maxwell said the same thing yesterday. Right. But we don't face things that are new for the most part. So you can look at history to find out what people did to become successful. 
Now the application might be different, the circumstances are different, but Fair. but the reality of what we're going through is is different. So isn't different. So so keep going, keep moving forward. That's that's what I would say. And if you want help with that, contact me. If you want help with your taxes, contact Cameron. And uh, yeah. So then, okay. See, now you made me want to think of another question. <laughs> sure. So what do you think? So you're talking about the marketing side, and me and you know this that that's the main way that you're going to grow is investing in the marketing and sales. Sure. But to your point, if there's a recession coming, a lot of people's first natural tendency, I need to cut my marketing budget. Sure. How do you come in and, I don't know if the word will be convinced, but maybe educate them that that's probably one of the main things you need to keep? Sure. So marketing comes in all forms. So we, we can, in our industries, we can get very passionate about this is the only way that you can do things right and I would caution any anybody out there listening that if they think that this is the only way that you should probably run the other direction from that provider from that provider because here's the reality that it's a way and so just because maybe you need to back off some expenses in a certain area doesn't mean you can't continue to self-promote or do things that may cost you less money Okay. Right. Okay. So any, and any, you can help them with that. I can help them with that. Again, even if it's just coaching, right? Even if it's just coaching, because we don't directly do the service that they want. If they want right. someone to look at it and advise and, and coach, I can be there to do that. All right. Cool. Well, I'm gonna try my best not to ask any more questions. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Legacy's Journey. Um, of course, again, thanks to the Commitment Summit for hosting for GoBox Studio, allowing us to use this awesome setup you see with the backdrop. Um, we appreciate Ken and his team for giving us that. You heard his contact information, guys. I've I've been with these people. A lot of these guests I know. So we're not bringing on people that just started yesterday and oh, they look cool. Like no. Me and Mike have talked like this. I call him my timekeeper because he saved my life last year in that ice tub. Um, but these are people, as you can see, that it's deeper for them. They want to help you because they know they can, and they're not trying to get over or just say whatever their latest fancy thing is. So hopefully you guys love this episode. Again, Mike gave you all his contact info. It was Mike G. Peterson with the O-N, not the E-N, dot com. If you need anything marketing related, this is a great place to start. All right, so that's all we got. Uh, we appreciate you guys for listening and tuning in. Make sure you share this with somebody, um, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Later, man. See ya. <laughs>